This is Alan. This is Brandon. And welcome to D6 Minutes, the miniatures gaming podcast where we choose a topic and talk about it for as long as the dice decides. So you want to start? All right. So the, the most important question, as always, is what miniature stuff have you been up to? Four minutes. That's a decent time. All right. All right. So... Uh, I finished all of my orcs, I think I mentioned previously, which was super great. I felt amazing. I, I broke a couple of orcs, so I had to like fix them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that lasted all of two weeks. And now I am back to having to paint more orcs because I just bought a whole bunch because Games Workshop uh, is raising their prices. So what I did was quickly buy all of the games workshop models i've been eyeing and i am not going to buy any more games workshop models ever again maybe or until or until like next week when you go back to the store yeah okay no 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 no, no. i'm not buying any more games workshop models like literally i bought everything that i wanted so like i've been going on a shopping spree i basically bought a bunch of uh what do you call it uh orc mega knobs Mega armor knobs and that new orc box, which I always always eyeing, and I can't believe that it is uh, going up in price because you know how expensive that box was. It was like wasn't the box that just came out? Combat patrol box. Did just the combat patrol box? Uh Yeah, it came out like I don't know a month or two, maybe two months, two three months ago. Yeah. So the new orc. Do you know how much that box was? Hundred and seventy. Yeah. 170 and it's going up we're talking canadian but yeah <laughs> yeah so i'm just like oh my god this is so expensive luckily i got a discount because i buy a bunch from the store and i cashed in my discount so it wasn't as expensive but i was like oh my god this game is so expensive and then i also bought i don't know i've, I've talked a lot of shit about kill team uh but i ended up buying the octarius box because i got a, a good deal on it I was like, oh, well, I like it better than the new box that came out, so I guess I should just buy the the old box. Well, yeah, technically, I'm only buying it for the miniatures. I don't care. I still don't care for the game at all. But mm. the miniatures in Octarius box, you know, you get they're good. So I ended up buying them. So I've basically done very little painting, mostly buying and assembling like new stuff. I've almost done some Infinity models, but yeah, that's been it for me. How about you? Yeah, so I don't know if I talked about this on last time, but I guess we decided to play some Necromunda campaign coming up. So I bought the Corpse Grinders and I did a test model one week ago. And then since then I've like 80% painted the last nine of them that come with a group of 10. Oh, damn. So nice. I've probably been painting too much, but you know, I'm like, oh, this is, this is going well. I like it. So I've painted them and sort of, I always wanted to paint the guys in like a Baroque style with that has like the super dark areas contrasted with like super light areas. Okay, like a, yeah. It's kind of like the main thing you think of with like Baroque paintings. And there's like a lot of, you think of a lot of the color palette being like browns and like yellow ochre reds in that. Okay. So that basically that is the style that went into them. So okay, that's cool. Worked out yeah. pretty well. Stretching out, yeah. Yeah, man, you're you're getting further finishing your Necromunda than me. I should probably just finish them. Mm-hmm. I have all of my guys like half painted. Well, so I, I I've taken the bulk them. painting route of just painting like nine guys at once. So 
Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I'll probably just finish my last, my, that one infinity I'm working on and then try and finish my Necromunda before I go back to my orcs. Mm -hmm. So anyways, we've got a little bit of a minute left. Like how many Necromunda guys are you painting at once to make progress on them? 13. Uh, 13? Yeah. Okay, so you're bulk painting? My them? full squad. Yeah, it's my full okay. full army. Like once I've done this, I don't have to paint any more guys for the entire campaign, right? I, I assume I'm not going to have all 13 at the beginning, but the idea is that I painted it all before I start. Yeah, well, corpse grinders don't get too many more guys, so I was kind of stuck with only being able to get 10 guys. All right, so that's that. All right, you have a, you have a topic of higher importance than this? Or should uh, I go No, but I do have a different topic. All right. So, so we just talked about playing Warlords of Erewhon, which uses uh, D10s. Uh, and I think we talked more before about how D6s and D20s are the best dice, but what do you think about using D8s, D10s, and D12s? What do you think makes it worth it to use them in miniatures games? All right, let's see this dice. I got one minute. Oh, I roll first. I got a minute. Okay, sure. I rolled, okay, I won't tell you what I rolled, but yeah, let's go. Mm -hmm, so yeah. what do you think? Um, I think it's fine if you want to have like more granularity to like the outcomes of your role so if you want to do like if you want your units to have more difference in between them that you mm -hmm. and you want to add the dice rolls of those stats that when you're adding a d6 you're adding like a little like the variability is going to be less if you're adding to the stats mm -hmm. often whereas if you want to have like wide differences between your guys, it helps to have, especially when you're trying to like roll under the stats or roll over stats, if that's your mechanic. Mm -hmm. If you're doing a face-to-face -face thing, which like if you think about Frost, Grave, and Fed, you do face-to-face, -face, it doesn't matter as much. But if you're not doing like a comparative roll and you're just trying to roll your dice to go under over, then having that bigger range helps to better differentiate you guys. So that's my thought. Okay. And 20 might be I'll too take good. it on a different different kind of tack. I think a D8s and D12s are fucking stupid, but I do like D10s. Uh, mm -hmm. I think they roll decently well. I think there's something to be said about D6s not necessarily rolling as much and D20s rolling too much. Mm -hmm. um, D10s are, you know, that weird kind of like top shape, right? There's no like dodecagon. No, they have, shape, they, have, but... they have clear halves to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's generally, I think they still just roll decently and the sizes are big enough that you can see the numbers. So it's a pretty good number. And again, we we, we count in, in, in decimal. So it's, it's pretty good. D8s though and D12s are just like worse versions of a D10. And I think D10 gives you the granularity you, not, you need. So yeah. I, I don't mind D10s, but I think D8s and D12s, I, I, I still don't see a reason to use them. It's look kind of funky. Anyways. Yeah. All right. So on a fairly different topic, I guess streaming has become more popular and you see lots of people putting on painting streams, but what would they actually have to be doing? Cause I don't really watch them. I don't know if you watch them as much, but what, what in a painting stream would actually encourage you to watch it? All right. I'll go for it. Four minutes. All right. Okay. So I don't watch painting streams. I do, though, listen to, you know, talking streams. So this is what I would want in a painting stream, that they talk a lot. 
So the less the paint, the less it is about the painting, the better. This is this is a programming. I don't, even wa- I don't watch them painting. I want to listen to them while I paint myself, right? It's just like when we have our painting hobby hangout. Yep. I don't look at the screen most of the time. I only look up when someone says, hey, look how this is doing or whatever, right? Or occasionally look up to see the faces or whatever, right? Or when I stop and take a rest, right? So that's what I would want. But most of it is just talking. So they need to be able to give, you know, have good conversational skills and be able to fill in, you know, make things interesting, make good jokes. Good jokes is is important. (laughs) Being funny. Make yeah, me I'll, laugh, clown. That might be my real answer as well, because the only painting streams I've watched while well, I guess we were staying home more after 2020 was there's a game store on the west end of Toronto where the guys there are quite good painters, but they would basically paint and chat. And they'd, they'd put in the extra effort to have like overhead cameras to show what they're working on. And then another camera. Probably show- Lord's War? Yes. They had a painting stream on Twitch? I don't, it was either Twitch or YouTube, but it was probably Twitch. And oh, they would have okay. like cameras on themselves. And then one of them had the camera, like down camera from the model. Oh, and they were together, two guys? No, they weren't, they weren't together. So there's a, there was a lot of different videos going on on the screen okay. here with different people. Oh, so, so, so they were, t- what I meant is like, they were both presenting. It wasn't just one guy streaming. It was two guys oh, streaming, yeah. but like They were both screen. presenting. But it sort of let them have a chat between each other. And they could sort of talk about what they're painting and hold it up to the camera. But it was mostly like them talking about new products, them talking about like a particular topic or people coming into chat and then talking with them. So the painting, yeah, for what I've actually watched has been much less about the painting itself. So, so my, my stated preference versus my like actual preference is probably the same as yours. But I think that what just, do you mean your state? What's the stated one then? The stated preference. I think what I would want to state is that because a lot of people when they do painting streams are just sort of like doing what they always do and just working their way through some models. Whereas if I were to watch it, I'd want like someone to be painting like not bulk, but to be painting one particular thing and talking about like the steps they're doing and why they're doing them. Just I as like an, matters. as an informative video. But then again, I don't even like I don't have the patience to watch the tutorial videos, which is basically that but in non-streaming mode where you can pause it because i've tried to watch yeah. some of them to learn from and i just i just can't sit through the whole the slowness of how slow painting really is yeah man like it's like watching paint dry yeah it really is <laughs> so so yeah i think that's i think that's the route to go is basically like the people who are painting are almost painting for themselves and less less for you it's just sort of yeah. a theme like oh let's all paint together and then chat which you can do it with your friends, or if you don't have enough friends who want to do that, I guess you join somebody else's Twitch painting stream, and then yeah, maybe I should join them. Maybe I should go and try and join more. I don't know. No, watching streams. So I, I just recently finished my video game, and I played so much of that video game, I went crazy that I'm done for video games for a few months. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably look for other things to do, and maybe maybe it is. Maybe one of them will be watching paint streams. Watching no. paint dry. Be careful with watching streaming. Anyways, all right, there's our four right. on that. Do you want me to all go for right. another one? So we got one more topic. Yes. Do you want to go for another one or you want me to? Yep, I, I got one. Yep. So um 
so this is something that I guess we talked about a little bit earlier today, but like GW, uh, sorry, in this, in this podcast, uh, GW prices have gone up and I was talking with um, the game store, uh, the guys at the game store, and, and we're just talking about how Games Workshop is pricing me out of, not pricing me out of the hobby, but pricing me out of buying Games Workshop models. Like they are so expensive now that I would not buy them on impulse. Mm-hmm. So I guess my question is, uh, how much is reasonable uh, for 10 miniatures? All right. You want me to roll this one? Sure. Holy shit, six. <laughs> All right. There's like a, there's a full okay, length this is, this is a good topic for it, though. This is the maximum length we can hit for these D6 minute podcasts. We're going right to 15. Okay. Yeah. So, um, like I said, Games Workshop is already too, it's too expensive now. So I feel like the actual number well, must be somewhere in between what they were before and somewhere in between what they're going to be after this price hike. Oh yeah, because because thinking back, like going way back as we have time to when you're kids, the only thing you could really afford to buy was their like those combined boxes that you just talked about earlier today. Oh, those battle like, boxes, yeah. Or battle boxes, and even then- Battle those, forces, were they called battle force? Something like that. They're basically packaged boxes. A couple of those boxes. You don't yeah. necessarily get exactly what you want because some of the stuff you might not want and some of the stuff you do, but you're like, well, I need to put points on the board. And as a kid, you're just like, any any points will do. It's crazy though. Like the orc box when we were like in teenagers, mm-hmm. I would have loved to get a lot of the models in that. I think the boys were the same boys that we had until literally last year. The truck is still the same truck that we still have. The only thing is that they came with old bikers that you know, they re-sculpted them like 10 years ago or something like that. So like literally the ones from like over 20 years ago <laughs> would still be a great deal <laughs> if you bought them today, yeah. <laughs> which is crazy to me. And they were so cheap. Like they were affordable for us when we were teenagers, right? Affordable, quote unquote. This was still a very expensive hobby back then, but it was expensive for teenagers. And now that we're adults, it has now become expensive for adults. <laughs> It's like the price has increased to be the same percentage of our wage, except we have real jobs now. Well, the, the same percentage of your like after base expenses, because now as adults, you have. Oh, like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, we have to pay rent and everything now. Where yeah. We didn't have to you're, pay you're like after yeah, it's the same percentage of our disposable survive. income. Mm-hmm. Our disposable income is way up, but like, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um so back to your actual question of like how much, because that 10 box of miniatures is like a standard thing you think about. Yeah. So like what price is right for that? So our local game store, like in Canadian dollars, which is like a bunch more than American, was pricing things at, was price, because I just bought Necromundus, that's a box of 10. And that was like $53. And I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? Because we'll play the game a few times. Good enough. Yeah. Don't have to think about it at all. 53 loonies. Yep. So that, that didn't require any thought about because that's like five bucks a model. That's good. But where do I start thinking about it? Because this is also a non-mass battle game. So it's a totally different thing. Like with Necromunda, 
you get 20 guys and you've like you've overdone it so but if we're talking about like the main games is fifth if you had to keep buying that many 50 dollar boxes is that gonna like stop me it might at the same time like the main this this hobby is you know the the main hobby is a miniature painting thing so whether or not the game requires you to buy a thousand Mm-hmm. No, sorry, not a thousand. Sorry, a hundred miniatures or ten miniatures. Does that really devalue the, the price and the quality of each miniature? Technically, most people who buy buy Games mm-hmm. Workshop miniatures are just buying them to paint the assemble and paint them. So yeah, the no. difference between like ten guys in a game that you only need ten guys and ten guys in a game that you need a hundred to them is the same for the majority of people. So why should they have to? pay why why should they be able to pay less or more you could say because of that yeah i know so hmm. yeah i'm even playing infinity there's guys that i painted like ages ago and i haven't put them on the board yet and they're part of an army i play i'm like i just haven't put them on the board and i'm okay with that i'm just cool with owning uh-huh. them so i don't think that part matters but no the scale yeah, of the game does it comes matter. down to like the quality though as well right yeah because like, with it, infinity they'll sell you a box of 10 guys for about 80 bucks to like 90 bucks 80 loonies hmm? 80 loonies 80 loonies yep and i'm i'm perfectly fine with that because the quality is higher but the game's workshop uh-huh. like you're repeating the sculpts more often than that so i think uh-huh. if they hit 70 dollars, i'd be like oh i don't i'm not just gonna buy this on a whim like i'm gonna have to know i'm gonna use this at 70 loonies so 70 or 80 loonies, you're actually going to think about it? Yeah, I'm going to... Yeah, I think that basically when you buy 10 guys at one time, you expect some sort of discount over buying them individually, right? It's the mm-hmm. same as anything, right? You buy a 10-pack, it should be cheaper, right? So you get some sort of discount. I, I, I feel like 70 and 80, you have to really like it. Yeah. Right. Really like the models. Really like each individual model. I think one of the issues that you often get when you buy like boxes, especially games workshop boxes, is you don't actually like all ten of those models. Right. It's a unit. You might like three. You might really like three of the models in that unit. But if they all look the same, do you really need ten? It's not going to be as cool and interesting, right? Yeah. Or there may only be three poses, so you really don't feel like you're getting that many different minis. And they're, they're yeah. saving on just like producing the same design. Yes, exactly. So it's so 10, when is 10 minis? I guess you could think about it as when is 10 minis, not really 10 minis, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas if it's 10 individual cool looking minis that are all different, you, you feel like you're getting more value because technically you are getting more value. A lot more work and effort went into, you know, creating those 10 individual miniatures than it did, you know, three miniatures repeated three times, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, so like this- I feel like when I looked at my kill team box, right, I was willing to drop $65 for the orcs, 10 individual orcs that look different. But when it reached $70, I'm not sure I would like, this is before tax. So it reaches 70 loonies before tax. Mm-hmm. Um, I start, I have to think about it. And I think it gets to 70 now with the price hike with Games Workshop. And I'm just like, this is very expensive for a unit of guys. Some guys are like $50 for five and they're going up. I'm just like, really? This is crazy. 
Yeah, for Americans listening who don't want to look it up, 70 Canadian amounts to 55 US at this beginning of 2022. Anyway. So, sorry, 70 is 55 Patriot dollars? Yep. Okay. Yep. So, yeah, that just seems obscenely high to me. I don't know if I would buy them. At the same time, like what you said, it's kind of weird because if I bought them individually, which means I get to pick each individual model, each individual model that I like, I would pay way more than $55 or whatever, 55 oh, yeah. Patriot dollars or 70, 70 loonies. For well, and they know, that, when they, they know that because when they sell you a hero, they're willing to make you pay like 35 US dollars for the individual model. And then when you think about like Infinity from that perspective, they're only charging you like 13 US dollars for that one-off sculpt they've made. So, and that seems perfectly fine as well, so. Yeah, so basically the answer is lower than what GW is charging now. <laughs> if you play GW games, I feel like you should invest in a 3D printer. That's all I'm going to say. Like, I don't know why I would buy their, their stuff. It's so ridiculously expensive. It's insane. All right, well, that's been our maxed out D6 minutes. Yeah, maybe we should extend that stuff out, pricing and everything like that to a full podcast in uh, Dice Over Everything. We should think about that. Yeah, we but, can look at, more, look at more miniature ranges. Anyhow. Yep, but that is it for this one because we only talk for as long as the dice decide. So, uh, yeah, so if you want to, if you have any topics that you want us to talk about, you can uh, give us an email at uh, contact at diceovereverything.com. Yep, or find us on Facebook or Dice Over Everything and join Dice Over Everything group to let you Let's know your thoughts. All right. This has been Alan. It's been Brandon. Bye.